0: Lo Talk radio
1: Our faith has become tainted, our morals broken. Biblical moral instruction outside of religion seems a thing of the past during these times where they're most needed. whilst the founding fathers of the United States created through faith the very foundation on which you stand, those that think they are higher than you and your Bill of rights. Try to stand over it. It is your moral and respective duty as an American to protect those you love against anybody or any entity that threaten health, freedom and the right to take up arms for the defence of your family. It is your moral duty to consider off-the-grid living, barter and trade within local communities so that you always have a backup plan outside of forced government law. It's time to take back your towns, cities and countries time to take back that which has been stolen from you, whether it be property, moral foundation, or most importantly, the love of family. So let's do this with your host, Tara Beth, right here and now on Harvesting Truth.
2: Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me on the Overthrow Network. It is Sunday night, August 9th. And I have a very special guest joining with me tonight. Her name is Janice Barcello, and we are going to discuss her book, Birth Trauma and the Dark Side of Modern Medicine. Hello, Janice. Welcome to the show. Are you there, Janice? I
0: sure Ann. So I had to unmute myself. There you I'm so sorry. <laughs> um,
2: that's okay. I, I caught you by surprise,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> So I
2: invited you I invited you to talk with me tonight because I thought given your passion and your research and the conversations that we had before, I just figured you'd be the best person to vent on the show about all this Planned Parenthood stuff. But before we get into our vent session, which I'm sure is going to be awesome, <laughs> um, I'd love for you to share with my listeners ab- about your book. So if you want to introduce yourself and give us an idea of what we can learn from reading your book, that would be great.
0: Well, my book is actually about what's happening to uh babies and to parents during hospital birth. And <clears throat> the fact that um, people are experiencing severe trauma at the hands of medical professionals who are experiencing abuse, and um, families are breaking down because of it. And infants are experiencing brain damage because of the extreme amounts of trauma. And in fact, the trauma is deliberate. There is a very dark force controlling the medical system right now. And, uh, trauma based mind control is part of, part of what they are doing. Uh, to wow, that's very
2: interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so that's what the book is uh, about. Um, it's got okay. it's got personal stories of, of birth trauma, including my own, and an, uh, some, some of an analysis of trauma-based mind control and how these things are mirroring trauma-based mind control and um, the spiritual impact that this is having on all of us. Uh, it's a very – it's not an easy read. I mean, it's a quick read because it's compelling information, but it's um, very – Dark information in terms of the real agenda behind this and how it's affecting us. So I sort of want to brace people. You have to be ready to uh, to take this in because it's uh, it's brutally honest.
2: It's heavy. And yeah, the information yeah. in this book is very heavy. I will definitely confirm that.
0: Yes. Now,
2: what was it that put you on this path to begin with to expose the the dark side of medicine?
0: Well, number one, my own. My own personal experiences of birth trauma, uh, which led to breakdowns in my relationships, and I have no living children. Um, My daughter was tortured by the medical people in a neonatal intensive care unit some years ago, and that really put me into severe post-traumatic stress disorder disorder. Um, And I was seeking healing for that and understanding of trauma, which brought me into understanding trauma-based mind control. And then I started putting it together, you know, like, oh, my God, what they're doing to babies is exactly trauma-based mind control. This has all been organized and planned well in advance. It's methodical. It's purposeful. And people Mm -hmm. need to see this and understand this to protect themselves and their families. So
2: that's how I got into it. Okay. I'm sorry to hear about your story, but um, definitely appreciate you trying to uh, warn others. So to give an example of this trauma, um, can we talk a little bit about C-section? Because I read I read this part in your book, and I can really connect with this due to my middle son having been breached. And it was decided the last minute that he was to be cut out of me or we would have lost him, you know, or so they say. So... Um, I don't know, maybe do you want to get into the, the C-section and, and the separation at birth and that kind of thing?
0: Well, I would start by saying, did they give you drugs before, before they told you your baby was in distress and you needed a C-section? Was Pitocin used? Was cytotech used? Was your baby induced? Um, were any of these things introduced in your birth? No. No. So
2: you just... They they basically just said, they're like, your son is breech, and um, so we're going to have to do a C-section, and um, they scheduled it Uh, for the following day. They told me that, and then I found out later on by uh, midwives and stuff that, you know, had I paid this one midwife which we didn't have the money we're we're artists you know so it was like four thousand dollars for this midwife which she could have turned the baby around and it could have all been a natural birth and i wish we could have done that but you know they were like well it's very dangerous for you to um to try to go into labor to so we have to make sure that before you become too dilated we need to get this baby out but um I do. In your book, you had discussed this drug that they gave to mothers who just had a C-section and you referred to it as memory blockers and mentioned the connection with the monarch program and things like that. Now, I took that drug. I don't remember the name of it, Big Joshua out of me. I was so sick with anxiety and stress because they said that I could not be with him until they were done sewing me up until they um, I had to rest a bit or whatever. So he was pulled out of the room and there was that huge separation anxiety. And she said, here, do you want to take this, this pill, It'll just help you with the stress. And then, um, uh, then by the time when you wake up, he'll be ready to come into your arms. And I thought that is the only way I could deal with this right now, because I was, I was so depressed and sad. Like I, I felt like, like I was being tortured. Like my son was taken out, away from me and I don't know where he was. And, and, um, later on, as a matter of fact, Paul had said cuz he kept a real close eye on him and he said uh, you know this this nurse was giving him a a bad like a stink eye because he said he wants no vaccinations and so my husband was watching over our son while he was in this room in between you know this glass or whatever and um he was going back and forth between he and uh he me and the baby and he swears that this nurse vaccinated him because my son is actually he has like Mild um, attention uh, focus issues and things like that, which is common with vaccinated kids. So we found this place where you can actually get a test done to see if they have antibodies in. And we're just going to, I mean, he's really convinced this nurse was, like, really evil and that she did it. He was convinced that day at the hospital. And he kept saying that she did and she did. And I said, you know, honey, you know, you're being paranoid. You're just, this is kind of crazy, you know. But then when Joshua started, like, he's starting to show signs where he has, like, that ADHD sort of, you know, trying to get him to, to do things, I don't know. So I'm like, you know what, maybe we'll just get them tested to see if there is anything in there. And if there is, we're going to sue the hell out of them, you know? Yeah. But I know that you talked a lot about this stuff in your book, and that's why I'm bringing it up to you now. Um, again, with the the drug you said, the memory blockers, uh, I don't know that it was a memory blocker, I'm but... Sure.
0: I'm not sure exactly which drug you're talking about, Because there's a number, a number of drugs that they are using... Um, during labor and delivery, and some of them are memory dr- memory blocking drugs so that the mother won't remember what happened during the process. There's a background noise. I'm not sure what that is. Do you hear that? Um, I'm actually in my garden,
2: and my cat was going after birds. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Are you hearing? Are you hearing birds?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. So what I, I apologize to- for that. <laughs> There's so much to talk about with your story, Paula, because, number one, women are perfectly able to give birth to a baby that's in a breech position. There's no reason why they would have to do a C-section for a breech baby. Um, Babies are being born every day breech. They have been being born breech for generations. Um, Sometimes they come out feet first. Sometimes they come out butt first. And women have been giving birth to them uh, naturally without much fanfare or ado. Uh, but the medical system is designed in such a way. I mean, obstetrician is derived from the word obstacle. And they are they are there to create obstacles to natural birth. So them telling you that you required a C-section was a total lie. <clears throat> um, although in their schema of things... That's what they think that you require a C-section if your baby is not head down. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that they did a C-section because when they give drugs to the mother, any kind of drugs whatsoever will alter. The, that that bird is really distracting. I don't know if you can mute yourself. Now. Oh, is it? Um, hold on. Mute. Let me. Mutual.
2: Wow, I guess this phone is really sensitive. Uh, let me let me just Yeah, I was actually wondering what that was because I heard it sounded like a squeaky toy or something and I'm looking at I'm uh, trying to figure out well, if there's some it was type a of of <laughs> a <second> there. <laughs> it was my cat's squeaky toy there. of a my bit squeaky a little bit i a I know of a little bit of a I bit I'm little bit of a maul a bird over here. Okay. Well, it's normal. I actually did a, a radio <laughs> show a couple weeks ago and was sitting outside and my turkeys were gobbling and the chicken the rooster was crowing next to me. I'm like, oh my God, this is not gonna work.
1: <laughs> I
2: know. Well I'm just so afraid because the last show I lost my call and ended up being well, it wasn't a total disaster, but is that better
0: guys? Yes yeah, it is So what I was saying is whenever drugs are introduced in the birth process, which they almost always are during hospital birth, and especially if they're insisting on a C-section, it's going to alter the normal physiology of birth, which means your ability to bond with your baby is going to be severely undermined. And your baby is going to be brain damaged as a result of the lack of natural hormones at birth. So, for example, if you are not, if your body is not flooded with oxytocin, natural oxytocin during the birth process, your baby's mm-hmm. oxytocin receptor sites will be damaged for life. Nobody's telling people this. Nobody's asking you to sign a consent form to say, yes, I agree to my baby being brain damaged for life so that you can use these drugs on me. But this is the impact of these drugs. In addition to the fact that if if a drug like pitocin, which is artificial oxytocin, is introduced, it can Mm -hmm. create attention deficit disorder problems. It creates creates like an adrenaline um, response, a, a traumatic response in the baby who is not receiving the hormones of love and not able to bond with his mother. Um, in addition to the fact that you've been separated through the C-section. So
2: mm, the separation awesome. is tre-
0: it's tremendously traumatic for both you and the baby. All right, so now the baby's stress hormones are going to be over the top. I mean, over the top, adrenaline, cortisol, hyperactivity activity is going to be this child's baseline, like a terror is going to be embedded mm-hmm. into this baby's nervous system as a result of mm-hmm. what they did to you. And, yeah. and your, him. Body, your body thinks your baby is dead. Okay, if you cannot look in your baby's eyes immediately after birth, if you are not skin-to-skin with your baby, able to touch mm-hmm. your baby, smell your baby, look in that baby's eyes, your body will presume that the baby is dead. Literally. And instead of the wow. neurobiology instead of the neurobiology of love flooding your system, the neurobiology of grief mm-hmm. will flood the system. And this is what they call postpartum depression.
2: Right? Interesting.
0: It's, completely, it's completely the result of what they are doing. There's nothing natural about any of this, every single step of the way, it is being uh, iatrogenically, which is medically induced trauma, purposely, mm-hmm. deliberately. They know what they're doing. They know how to do it. Okay? They know how to disrupt family. They now, know do you think to- the doctors oh, know
2: this, or do you think they're, like, trained but to think otherwise? No. Kind of like abortion doctors. A lot of them have been led to believe that they're – they're not doing anything because the baby doesn't have a soul until after it's born. And they have all these, you know, these backwards philosophies and ideas that makes them feel that they're not doing anything bad. So these doctors are trained. It's not necessarily that they have in their minds that they're murdering, but they have in their minds instead that they're doing something good. So, I, you know, I wonder, uh, a lot of the people in the medical field, you know, they think they're doing something great. I don't know. It's hard to say that um, a lot of these doctors, they have bad intentions, but they're following bad protocols. These are uh, bad standards.
0: As you will see, Paul encountered a nurse um, and had a very strong feeling that she was evil. And so we are dealing with a huge number of statements within the medical system. That's number one, and we better get hit to it. Number two, you're right, Paula. Many people within the medical system are operating from a place of mind control. If you have gone through medical school or nurse, nurse's training, but particularly medical school, you have been trained through, um, through trauma-based mind control, which means your training consists of sleep deprivation, nutrition deprivation, sunlight deprivation. You're forced mm-hmm. to participate in heinous crimes against humanity and animals. In order to get your uh, medical degree,
1: Um, I've
0: written about this uh, pretty extensively in my book where doctors have come forward and talked about the fact that they had to rape animals, for example, that they had to uh, participate in the repeated drowning of animals. Uh, One doctor was talking about about, uh, going to a class and learned helplessness where... The dog was brought in and put in a water tank and forced to swim for hours at a time. And if the dog went to a platform to save its life, it would be electroshocked. So once the dog, um, once the dog was exhausted and gave up um, and let itself begin to drown, they would come and save the dog and then bring the dog back and do it again the next day until, of course, the dog did die. So, so the point have, of them
2: doing this was to um, to be able to revive a dog?
0: The point of this is trauma-based mind control. What they're doing is trying to get the doctors, the, the doctors that are in training, to dissociate. Dissociation is the end result of trauma-based mind control. It is the point at which the trauma is so overwhelming that the spirit leaves the body. And when that happens, an alter personality can come in and that they call these alters in in the field of trauma-based mind control these alters will be much more willing to conform to the dictates of the evil doers so um it can it's um it's a personality that will have much less sensitivity and be much more willing to do the harm that is required by the medical system Um, if you're intending to get your degree. So they will tell you it's a desensitization process. What it is is a dissociation process, where these doctors are literally, their personalities, their souls are leaving. We call this parasympathetic shock um, in uh, scientific terms. When a baby is being circumcised, for example, very often you'll see the baby scream and scream the sounds of which you have never heard anywhere else in your life because the baby is being sexually tortured and genitally mutilated without an aesthetic. And at some point, mm-hmm. the baby will dissociate. So you'll see the baby's eye glaze over and his heart rate will slow down. All of his systems will be in a temporary state of paralysis in order to deal yeah. with the extreme trauma. That he is being forced to endure as a result of his parents not asking questions and handing him over to medical butchers for, for genital oh mutilation. So dissociation is what they're looking for. Okay. They're mm-hmm. looking for the yes. babies and the medical students who dissociate quickly because these are the ones that are most easily programmed and that can most easily be trained to be in service to the dark side and to develop alter the personalities that will work in places like the abortion industry. If you notice the behavior of people that are part of the science of um, selling aborted baby parts, mm-hmm. you'll notice that there's no emotional body there. There's no sense, There's no sense of... Uh, are you there? What the hell was that?
2: I'm sorry, Mike.
0: Are you, Okay, you're here.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, let, you want to get into that actually. Um, a lot of people aren't even aware of this Planned Parenthood scandal because they're not talking about it much on the media. I mean, it's it's like the biggest whitewashed situation I've seen in a long time. And see. All right, so I guess maybe I should introduce this whole situation to the listeners. For those who may not know,
0: um,
2: yeah. a man named David DeLayden. He's a lead, he's the leader of a group of investigative journalists called Center for Medical Progress is the name of the group. And this group has posed as a tissue procurement company called Biomax, and they set up a series of sting operations where they video recorded meetings with top. Planned Parenthood executives undercover and um, these videos prove that PP is Planned Parenthood is making a profit off of selling baby organs and they're willing to alter abortions to attain these intact specimens. Now these partial birth abortions are illegal as is the sale of organs but Planned Parenthood and all their apologists are claiming that the videos show nothing more than tissue donation exchange but the videos to me they show otherwise so like you said the the like the first video was with dr nukatola she was discussing how they can alter an abortion so that they can get intact specimens she was talking about this over a meal she was in between bites she's like well i won't crush this part but i'll crush that part or and she was talking about an ultrasound guided Abortion where it sounded exact to a partial birth abortion where the baby is pretty much born except for up to its neck, and then they then they kill it by um I guess doing something uh, I don't know it's just awful stuff so yeah well,
0: I, i'm gonna I'm gonna tell people what it is because people need to know what they're doing all right with a partial birth abortion, what they're doing is they're going into the mother's uterus turning the baby around so that the baby is coming out feet close. Then they mm-hmm. pull the baby's mm-hmm. feet out. Then they pull the baby's torso out. And with the head mm-hmm. still in the mother's body and the baby squirming, right, legs moving, arms moving, they jam mm-hmm. a scissor into the base mm-hmm. of the skull, of the mm-hmm. baby. And you will see the neurological impact that this is having on the living baby as it, as it is struggling for life after having been stabbed Mm -hmm. in the baby. It's so absolutely sad. If this does not kill the baby, if this does not kill the baby, they jam the scissor-like instrument up into the brain of the baby and open and close the scissor to to mush up the baby's brain matter, after which Mm. they suck out the baby's brain matter with a vacuum through the hole that they've created. With their scissors, in order to collapse mm-hmm. the skull. All of this mm-hmm. is done on a living, breathing child. So that mm-hmm. you see, if they let the head get boring, they're not allowed to kill that baby. As long as That's the right. head is still, as long as the head is still in the mother's body, then they can kill the baby. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're talking about with partial birth abortion.
2: Right. Well, one of the last videos, the doctor admitted that well, we could get a in fully intact uh, uh, fetus if, say, one of our one of our uh, patients was giving birth before we got to do the procedure, and then then it would be fully intact. So, in other words, if the woman had the baby, they would still do the abortion. Like, you know, this is this is stuff that the media is not even talking about. It's like these women are actually admitting that they're doing illegal abortions and that they're putting prices on, on the organs to sell in a black market. And they just keep running with these talking points from Planned Parenthood. President Obama and his administration haven't even seen it, and they're just saying, oh, no, Planned Parenthood said this, and everything is fine. So they're not even talking. I mean, I think there's small talk of of an investigation, but I hear more talk about them investigating David DeLayden, his Center for Medical Progress, and they are talking about investigating the actual group that DeLayden's been blowing out of the water.
0: Well, this is what we have to understand, is our government is part of a Luciferian network that includes Planned Parenthood. These are Satanists that we are talking about who have absolutely no qualms about the murder of children and the sale and or consumption of human blood and body parts. All right. These people are engaged in rituals where they consume the blood and body, part of body parts of infants, All right? It's yeah. See, this is the part,
2: The this is the stuff where I I don't know about because I've been following a lot of this research. I mean, you know, in Delayden's work and things like that, uh, major, biotech tissue companies are doing, like uh, Novagenix, ABR, um, stem cell, you know, like the major buyers that we've discovered through these videos, what they're doing with it, I don't know. But they're claiming that they're they're helping people with Alzheimer's and things like that. And it's like, I'm sorry, if you think that giving Alzheimer's patients pills with, you know, medicine that's made with dead babies is helping them, I think that's absolutely sick. Because people with Alzheimer's don't know well enough to say, no, I don't want to eat ingest dead babies and no it has not helped anyone with alzheimer's either they you know they just you know it's like when they're getting all of these specimens all of it what are they doing with it and i (laughs) i tend to jump to some okay you know there's some evil things going on out there there's a shadow government shadow entity secret society and stuff and you know are they all connected it's possible i hear that um pepsi cola had got some of the um laboratory specimens and things what are they doing with it um they're they come up with these lame excuses like oh they're they're putting livers into rabbits so that i mean it's rats not even rabbits they put it into rats so that the livers could grow so that they could uh the human liver would grow in a rat and then they could use it for um transplants and things like that so they're giving us the impression that they are state-of-the-art they're um these they're given into great technology and anyone who disagrees with them is holding them back and we are um we're basically just want to stay in the stone age and all of their uh every time we are against abortion or against donations or we're trying to expose their black market or something like that we are um we're keeping us back from from you know future developments where you know we could fly or god knows what they're thinking but yeah, you know trans-
0: transhumanism, taking um, the body parts of humans and putting them—you know—right now they're taking the brain cells of humans and putting them in mice. They're doing a, a number of things uh, to create a genetically altered beings. This is mm-hmm. why we know it's a Luciferian agenda because what Luciferians want to do is to alter. God's program, right, to alter the divine program and to turn it on. The natural design. And Mm -hmm. to make it into a monstrosity at every turn. One of the most horrific things, they're doing a number of things with aborted babies that people should be aware of. For example, they are burning the bodies of aborted babies to create electricity for a hospital in Oregon and for hospitals in other parts of the world. They are um, taking aborted babies, turning them into powder, and people are taking these pills for stamina boosting. You know, they're turning dead babies into stamina boosting pills. The Israelis, who are pretty much behind all of this Luciferian evil, have gone so far as to take the eggs from aborted baby girls and to use them to create IVF children. So here mm. we have, and also to take sperm from dead men, which is to take, to try to create life, raise life from the dead. And if people don't get that this is satanic, then they are so deep in the denial that they're not going to be able to listen to the rest of this show. All right. Mm-hmm. Anybody, any baby that is murdered by the medical system. At the request of its own mother will carry the memories of that murder in its cells. When you then mm-hmm. take those cells, the baby's eggs, and create an IVF child, take those eggs and then plant those eggs, mix them with the sperm, maybe the sperm of a dead man. Okay, and then mm-hmm. put that embryo, who has a dead mother and a dead father, inside the body of a living woman, all right, if any child lives from this kind of monstrous creation, can you imagine the spiritual pain that this child will be in? It would also
2: make you wonder if if this person would even have a soul if it is not something that God intended. You know, I don't know.
0: I have, I mean, it's clear to me from reading stories of children, Uh, who've become, you know, come of age now, uh, they're IVF children, the amount of their suffering is extreme. So I assume that they have souls because if they have emotional capacity, there is a soul there. There are some entities walking Mm -hmm. this planet without emotional capacity. These are the ones that we have to be very careful of because I don't think if there is a soul that soul has already given way fully to the dark side and that's why there's no emotional philosophy. But the children, it's kind of like a plan, Okay, if you mm-hmm. take a genetic modified plant, they take the corn seed and inject it with Roundup and then plant the corn and spray the peck out of the corn with Roundup. And then somebody comes along and says Sorry, what was it? Was it static? It's just horrific, whatever it is.
2: Really? Okay, well, my show, as of right now, it is not on an actual broadcasting system. I have to call in just like everybody else. So there might be something in the air that's mixing up this call, but
0: All right. oh, God, now. I don't know. It's gone now, but let me say, if you take that, that genetically modified plant and say, okay, I hate you, plant. You're a genetically modified plant. I want to kill you. I'm going to set this whole field of plants on fire. I want to remind people that the plants didn't do this to themselves. Right? It's not the fault of the plant. All eyes need turn now to the Luciferians that are behind this, and they need to be set on fire. Okay? Not the babies that are created through IDF. Right? Not the people... Who are um, suffering from infertility and so mind controlled that they go into these luciferian structures to try to create life through through the luciferian design? Right. We need to get. We need to be after the ones who are responsible for these hellacious creations, including the mm-hmm. murder of children while they're in the womb, which is everybody that works for plant Parenthood.
2: Well, you know, the sad part is that we're actually funding this with our tax dollars, and that's a terrible thing because everybody is participating without their consent. So the good thing is these videos have actually got a bunch of states involved. Now, there are three states now that have taken action in defunding Planned Parenthood. They're not completely defunded. But like Alabama, for example they have cut the contract with Medicare on um, for Planned Parenthood, as did Louisiana, New Hampshire had defunded them of $639,000, which I guess is a third of what they were getting from the state. So that's a start. And now the governor of New Jersey is talking about um, doing it as well. So the, the pro-life, you know, like just, just that whole essence is starting to come up and it's, it's starting to make even people on the pro-choice side think to themselves, like, hold on a second. If they're getting organs from hmm. from these these things that they told me are just blobs, then why? Wait, why are there organs then? Why if they're if they're not just blobs, then they're they, that means they're actually people. So I think that all the people that were duped into thinking that um, abortion is not a big deal, you know, it's just it, it's. It's nothing, you know, whatever they've been convinced of, I think that they're starting to actually apply their minds to it. And I'm hoping that it's going to make a change for the people in this country. I think it will.
0: Well, with no question that Planned Parenthood is majorly busted as a result of this, um, of the governmental progress. Yeah, this is is definitely going to, I think it's going to take them down ultimately. Um because isn't
2: it fun to watch them squirm? And <laughs> I mean lashed, look at their
0: responses. And through their teeth? and, and light their teeth. teeth
2: well, evading they're completely evading the fact that they got caught with the altering abortions. They're not even addressing the fact that they're altering the abortions. All they're saying is is oh, the only money that we discussed was was about tissue donations and to cover the cost and to cover the cost, even though they caught doctors haggling and negotiating prices for these fetal baby parts to sell to this tissue procurement company. So like they they've been busted. Now, if it was just a cover cost, this whole thing would have been done through administration, through accounting, through managing, not sitting there like, hmm, 75 bucks a specimen sound okay to you? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Well, how about 100? All right. Well, if they're getting more, then we'll bump it up. I want a Lamborghini. This is the kind of, this is not professional. This isn't about tissue donation. This is about the sale of of illegal attaining of these uh, specimens and then then illegal sale. So even though this country allows abortion, they're still breaking the laws to To make a bonus on top of that, they're getting five hundred million a year from federal tax dollars, and that's not what that that's not what they get from states and Medicaid and all that kind of thing. So, I mean, this is well, a booming business.
0: The, one of the abortion workers um, came forward and said, at least in the clinic that she worked in, she's talking one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a month coming in for the sale of body parts. The truth is there's um, there's a good amount of research to indicate that the only reason the Supreme Court went ahead with Roe v. Wade is because um, the body parts were having to be brought in from Switzerland and some other countries, and um, it was getting expensive. So they wanted to make the fetal body parts available in the U.S., and in order to do that, they had to legalize abortion. So we've got to understand that this is um The sale of organs is a heavily Israeli endeavor. Organ trafficking, including the trafficking of fetal organs, is a Luciferian agenda. It has been oh, yeah. going there's no there's no
2: doubt about it i mean even i mean when you look at it through the eyes of people like you and i we're we're very spiritual oriented and we can see that it's it's very evil and a lot of people who are pro life are definitely uh do see and understand it as you know say a, like you're like you're talking about as a luciferian concept but even even on the surface for people who do not even have the um the in depth uh perspective as you know say people like the Christians do. They should even be able to admit that they are breaking the law and they are doing something that is heinous because it's not about just, you know, a company coming in and saying we're going to take these tissues and we're going to use it for to further science and things like that. No, they're actually haggling to get partners. They're actually altering abortions to very unethical standards. I mean, it's so unethical that the federal government And the federal government doesn't really do a whole lot against Luciferian practices. So when they are actually saying it's illegal, then it's pretty, pretty bad, you know? So even people on the pro-choice side of life should say, wow, this is a really dark and sick practice. And this is why the only coverage you really see on the media is just uh, keep, they just keep perpetuating the um, Planned Parenthood talking points. And they're not, they're not talking about, they, they keep saying, oh, it's a heavily edited video. Oh, it's, Yeah. um, He he entrapped people. He did this. He did that. Well, heavily edited. You know what journalists do? Journalists go out this and this these particular journalists, they went out, they had a a meeting, they recorded it. So then they took all the the best parts because most people today have very short attention spans and they're not going to sit through an entire three hour video to get the, the worst parts. So these journalists, they got these you know, they cut they cut the box that they wanna they wanna push as their main argument. They put it together and they're faulting them for that instead of faulting Planned Parenthood for engaging in the business to begin with. So it's a really disgusting thing where you can tell that the powers that be in the media and in, in the medical industry and all this stuff, they are definitely covering it up and whitewashing this whole ordeal. And it's it's well, it's sickening.
0: Well, who's behind the media? Who's behind the medical industry? Who's running our government right now? We know uh, the answer. Well, we, we know the oh answer. yeah, we
2: definitely know. And I'm not afraid to say, you know, that the Jews own the media. That the Jews are running Congress through APAC. That a lot of the major feminists that are big supporters of Planned Parenthood are um, mainly. Uh, you know, Jewish, you know, so yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely not afraid I'm, to. I
0: want to clarify that these are Luciferian Jews, okay? That mm-hmm. we are dealing with a satanic cult. This is not your ordinary um, Jewish person on the street. We are dealing with a, mm-hmm. a cult. And that cult is running every major institution in this country right now, including our schools. In which the common core curriculum created by Luciferian pedophiles mm-hmm. is now teaching right. children as young as five about homosexuality, masturbation, and yes. orgasm, all right, yes. trying to prep the kids to have sex as young as possible so that, yeah, sex ed, mm-hmm. so that abortion called right. be common. And human sacrifice will become the norm, and these bodies will be available to this luciferian cult indefinitely. And mm-hmm. keep going now call it the yeah, I mean,
2: as radical as it all sounds, everything that you're saying i I know it may come off like, wow, that's really crazy to um to some of my listeners, but it's it's in fact true um i I'm actually really sad that I don't have the article up in here, but I read an article um about a woman, and the source was good. It wasn't no kook website, and I will have to get it for the next show, or you know try to post it to my page and stuff. I posted it in the past anyway, it's buried. so what it was was this woman she owned like sixty abortion clinics she came out she became she um she found Christ, she realized you know everything that she was told she was wrong, and she's now a lot of ex abortionists have come out by the way, but anyway um She's come out and said that the sex ed programs are there to bring business to Planned Parenthood. They're promoting, uh, they're teaching them about contraceptives, uh, of you know, condoms and, and oral contraceptives and all these different things that uh, don't work. So they end up, they're teaching them about sex. They're like, yeah, you can have sex, just use this. And then that doesn't work. Then they say, well, then just come have an abortion, to ching so it's all working together within the system, the medical, the school, and all this stuff. It is. It's hand and glove. And I'm sorry for people who are, you know, want to sit back and say, you know, scoff, but, yeah, I see it, too. I definitely see it. It's, it's for sure. And um, if we can get back to what we were saying about um, the ex-abortion people that have come out to make a stand, there was this woman. She was, like, employee clinic director of, uh, of the year for Planned Parenthood in 2008. She wrote a letter on behalf of this wonderful um, pro-life group. They're called Students for um, students for Life Alliance or in, students, students for Life in America. And what it was was this girl, she had on her campus um, Planned Parenthood sets up at a lot of their fairs. Oh, they just set up right on campus, and they're handing out these pink brochures, pink flyers, this, that, and they have volunteer fairs, and they have girls coming in and you know showing them around the office and and oh they're doing such great things and they're talking them up so now at college level they're teaching these kids that this is that this is a great thing for science and this is all a wonderful thing and um they recruited this girl she was a volunteer she was getting extra credits with school now and then she became she moved herself up to becoming a clinic director and um anyhow she has since then come out of this and she's been writing on behalf of this group saying look these I'm sorry I was getting feedback there for a second um these campuses are being littered with with all of these planned parenthood things so they had been setting up these pro life groups to combat them and they are actually over they have more um stands than they do in planned parenthood across the nation so they've actually have been doing great, you know, like more people coming out. And I think even more will now that I really feel delayed in with his group and these videos have have been doing God's work to wake people up to uh, the importance of, of life. And it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in, whether it's zygote or embryo or fetus or baby or toddler or whatever, it's human life. And and uh, why would you even want to argue that life is born at, at after the baby is born? How do you know? What if it was actually the soul was breathed into the child, or the, you know, at conception? Do you want to take that risk?
0: You know. So, well, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard when you're looking at a tray, um, and they're lifting up baby arms, pointing out the baby eyes. Uh, there's a sound that 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 is being made, and the guy says, "Did that just crush the baby's skull?" I mean, it's kind of hard not to say, "That's a baby. That's a baby you have sitting on your tray right there that you have just cut up into parts yeah. so that you could sell those parts after you murdered yeah. that baby after you murdered that baby."
2: I know. And, you know, the thing, too, is on, I think it was the fourth video that was released with Dr. Gindi, and um, they're fishing through this, this pie dish. I've never seen, an, uh, you know, them <laughs> do that, like procuring tissue, they call it, when actually they're just fishing through baby organs to pull out what they can sell. That's really what they were doing. And this video is very graphic, and it shows that. So, um they're like, oh, do, can you use eyeballs, or uh, you know, and you can see there's like a little arm, a little leg. I mean, it's like, how do you not see that's a baby? And towards the end of the uh, the edited clip, they put how this medical assistant came in and was all, you know, fishing through it real quick, and she saw, oh, it's a boy, another boy. Almost like it was this celebration kind of announcement, you know? It it's like, and that. That makes me think about what you were talking with the um, trauma-based mentality. It's like they just kind of, oh, it's no big deal. It's just the baby parts, you know.
0: And dissociation meaning they're not in there, right? They've dissociated. Either that or they have black holes. Okay, nobody Mm -hmm. can be messing with a petri dish filled with baby parts and not throw up unless something drastic is, is wrong with them. Right. And like they're can, void. Can, nobody could be sitting yeah. eating a salad, you know, eating a salad and chomping on, on the body parts of animals, too. <laughs> you know, I have some mm-hmm. animal body parts while I'm talking about selling the baby body parts. This is the insanity of our culture.
2: Yeah, there's okay? definitely a disconnect. There's definitely a disconnect going on there for sure for sure. Now, there um I think it was the third video that came out. It was with an ex um procurement uh tissue procurement technician for Stem Express. Uh side note, Stem Express is the organization that took Delayed to court and has blocked had got a restraining order against him blocking him from releasing the videos that they caught with Stem Express, so Stem Express was able to get their videos blocked. I don't know if we'll ever get to see them, but obviously they're shaking in their boots when they, you know, they actually got the Supreme Court, the devils in, in black robes, to uh, defend them and to um, protect them. So anyway, this technician who worked for them, who is now a whistleblower, there are tons of whistleblowers, by the way, of abortion clinics and all this kind of thing. I mean, they're, they're just coming out of the woodwork. There's a group, um, a website or a group called Operation Rescue. They're actually paying um, people to whistleblow. And I think that's pretty effective, you know, so I don't know who's got the money to do that kind of thing, but it's it's been pretty good because a lot of people have a little more incentive than just the consciousness to come out and, and tell the truth about the evil abortion industry. So anyhow, this um, technician, back to her, she was um, describing to the investigators her first day on the job working for them. She got hired as a phlebotomist because she was a really good phlebotomist, and she heard that Stem Express was one of those major, great companies, and um, she was excited to work for them. So she walked into this room, and there was a um, where she was to have this meeting, and she's like, "Wow, what's going on over here?" She saw a, a table. With a light with three pie dishes and empty ones, and um and she's like, "Oh, it's this and then this guy walks in with a bottle full of like fluids and blood, and she's like, "What is going on here?" You know so he pours the he pours it into a pie dish, and then her trainer comes in, puts on the gloves, and says, "Okay, this is what you're gonna do. grab yourself a, uh, grab those tweezers, I'll grab mine you're gonna take these parts, and you're gonna separate them into the other dishes and um she was like she didn't even realize what she was like going to stick her, her her pliers into. And she, she said she touched her tweezers to the dish. She grabbed what she thought was, it looked like a little arm and she's like, that's an arm and that's the baby. And then she blacked out, completely blacked out said, well, before she blacked out, she said that she had shooting pains that went from, her arm, all the way into her body. She said she felt like it was just death, and then she dropped on the ground. She said they had to get the smelling salts and everything. So, and so then she said
0: that... the reaction of a person that is not the that is in her body, and has a feeling sense of the agony that the baby was in. That's the shooting pain that she felt, right? Yeah. That's what I mean, you have... That's, that's a consciousness.
2: Need that need is a natural. Yeah, that's a natural reaction to that kind of thing. You know, when I was I did medical assisting training, and for my externs, I worked at um, a dentist office, and and uh, I was helping with the dentist like pull teeth out and stuff. So the first time I I went into that, they, he pulled a tooth out, and I was like sifting through, and I got really lightheaded and stuff like that. Now I can only imagine going on a job that you're thinking you're going to draw blood and then have that happen to you where you realize that you're fishing through a baby and then you wake up and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, like the three of the nurses were like, oh, don't worry. It, it's your first day. Uh, you know, it, you'll get over it. She said, actually, there's a lot of us who never really do get over it, but yet they still do it. Well, so not only there that don't have consciousness, but other ones that are putting their consciousness away. So that's the mentality of the people that are working in this industry.
0: Yeah. But I wanna because 'cause they're allowing the them. lies. I want to give Chemistry Medical Progress credit because even though they were prohibited from um putting out a video, two days later they went ahead and put one out anyway and they put several out since. So they're not Oh yeah, learn, they did. They're mm. really standing on their rights to um to tell the truth and to reveal what's happening. And if we, you know, this whole cease of the lion thing is a complete distraction. It's also part of a satanic ritual, I'm sure, because the lion is symbolic of Christ, right? And they're killing Christ now. Um, like killing Cecil the lion. There's a whole, there's everything is symbolic. To oh, yeah. Wow. That's,
2: I never even thought of that. Yeah. So instead of them focusing on Planned Parenthood scandal and all of, all of them getting blown out of the water, they're completely whitewashing that, barely even showing that. And now everything is about Cecil the lion. Yes. Cecil the lion. He's
0: Cecil got like country.
2: 20 times more airplay than, you know, babies in a black market.
1: Yeah, that's that right. is
2: interesting. Yeah. Okay. And they're all about symbology. They're all about symbology. There you go, sister. I didn't even notice that. I mean I knew that they were I knew that Cecil was definitely the, the new distraction. And I thought it was kind of odd that, you know, they picked that of all things, you know, or didn't make something else up or something. But oh, that's really interesting. So yeah, I definitely agree that um Delayed in his doing God's work And even though he did get that block From the Supreme Court He did put out the other videos But as far as the the STEM Express ones I want to see those Because I want to know what they talked about Why it was such a threat and why And the judge decided not to put it out Because he thought it would be a a public threat Like that it could actually outrage Enough people to get real serious So um, the other videos Are you know, he's he's making promises that we're going to come out to show that they're getting intact babies. That you know, there are testimony of people confessing that you know, yeah, oh yeah, we just they just birth, completely birth and kill them so that way they they get like actual intact babies. So that's what we should be expecting for the next videos as far as so the so one, I'm really. Why are we so horrified of it's an
0: intact baby? Murder is murder. Whether they're pulling baby out, you know, one leg at a time, pull a leg off, pull a head off, pull an arm off. Yeah, you're, you're right. It doesn't matter. Way. Yeah,
2: it's murder. Yeah, you're murder. right. You're right.
0: Oh, why? What the hell is the difference, except that when are yeah, right, full-on baby being murdered instead of a, a tiny little baby having a, having its a body ripped apart limb from limb? Yeah. I guess they keep the murder. Uh, when, when it's
2: a blob, when it's a blob, it's not as cute. You know. I don't
0: know what, what well, they're thinking you know, thinking It is absolutely ghastly. And where we are, you know, part of the problem. Right? As somebody that has been studying prenatal and birth psychology for a number of years, it's definitely clear that we are conscious even before conception. That we are spiritual beings. The minute we get in the womb, we are conscious and begin feeling everything that's happening and sensing what's going on in our environment, what's happening to us in the womb has profound implications for um, our personalities, our health, and who we turn out to be. The memories from womb life affect us deeply. So the fact that we're living in a culture that denies that babies are alive while they're in the womb, that they have feelings, that they have memory is an indication of just how infested we are with a Luciferian mm-hmm. mindset that we would yeah. think there's something not living inside of us, something that has no feelings, and that it's okay to kill these things. And we think the right. same thing with animals, as if animals the same, we do the same thing with animals. Okay? Yeah. This is a Luciferian I'm sorry, folks. We have to see this. This is a lucid-bearing Well,
2: I mean, it, the thing is, is, if they can get people to accept a mother killing her own child in the womb and to accept that as normal and as perfectly okay, perfectly normal, that's kind of like my thing on the show where I, I'm exposing all of these things and the world is like, oh, it's perfectly normal. You just need to calm down. Oh, my God. You know, so if. If, if society can accept that a mother can kill her baby in her womb and it's okay, then all other evil is probably going to be evil able to be accepted from that point on. That's you know, good. it's like that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So anything from there on, they could probably just go right along with. And, uh, it's, well, it's you know, that's,
0: that's part, about it. The as hard is that the babies yeah. are being killed in exchange for a few minutes of fleeting physical gratification. So, we yeah, are and that's so the thing too. Reading. I wanted to talk with you I about really like how these to finish my sentences. Tara, and to oh, I'm sorry. Honey. Sentence, very, very important <laughs> to me to get <laughs> okay. my
2: point. Well, we have two minutes left of the show, so I have to actually cut you off. Um, but thank you so much for coming on, and we can probably have you back on again soon. And I wanted to talk with you about um, how it names women after they do have abortions and they actually change and all that kind of thing. So maybe that's something we can get into another time. Um, but that is it for tonight. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us your, um, information about your book and, um, all of the things that you shared with us tonight about what they're doing with the tissue, because I, you know, I have no research on that. I, I only have ideas and a lot of those things I try to avoid because it is really dark and, you know, I don't like to let my mind go there. Um, so I I appreciate that you have done the research and are able to share that on the show for me because I don't think I have the strength to do it. Um, also, um, thank you for uh coming on to freedom palooza that was great um you're an excellent fire dancer by the way the listeners should know that you're amazing with the poise and the hoops and and all that fun stuff so um, we really enjoyed your presence there but um is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners do you have a website or a way that they can contact you
0: my website is birth my book title is birth trauma and the dark side of modern medicine you can get the book on Amazon. You can also get it through me if you go to my website and order it there, which helps me. And I could sign the book for you if you order it directly through me. I have an amazing blog, which is of birthofthenewerb.blogspot.com. There's a tremendous amount of information about this abortion topic and, and much else. And I have my own radio show on Thursday nights from 8 to 10 at Veterans Truth Network dot com. So if you'd like, you know, to go deeper into this material, please join us over at Veterans Chief Network. This Thursday we have on Dr. Paul Burns, who's blowing a whistle on organ donation and deceptive um, body parts and this fictitious diagnosis of brain death. And uh, yeah, we are we are exposing some of the most important things that people need to be aware of. So I hope you'll join me over there. And thanks for having me on, Paul.
2: Oh, I will definitely be joining you over there. And uh, let's keep in touch. You have a great night, Janice. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Good night. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, that about wraps it up for tonight. Um, I hope you're able to digest all that. (laughs) It's probably not going to be an easy thing to do, but uh, it is what it is. This is the world that we live in, and we're going to need to do what we can to keep our heads straight, um, you know, to keep our consciousness and our wits about us. So, And teach our children well that the things that are perfectly acceptable in life are not really acceptable in the eyes of God or just in the eyes of of goodness, if you may not believe in God. So I wish you all a great night, and we will be speaking with Miss Cindy Steele next week uh, to discuss um, some things about her husband, uh, the life and death of him, Ed Steele, and um, hope to catch you there. Have a great night, everyone. This has been another episode of Harvesting Truth, and I am Tara Best.